Hello again and good morning. And have you ever been given a job description? I'm sure you have. You know, that list of the things that you have to do and the responsibility that you have to take on in order to do the job that you have been given. And as we leave Exodus, we enter into the book of Leviticus. That is, in a way, a, a job description for the priesthood. You see, the book of Leviticus was written by Moses and it was during a 40-year journey to the Promised Land. And it was a record of some of the things that happened during those 40 years. But this time, with a particular reference to the important role that the family of Levi had. You see, they were called by God to carry out tasks related to the tabernacle. Remember the 12 sons of Jacob, Reuben, Simeon, Levi, Judah, Ishikar, Zebulun, Joseph, Benjamin, Dan, Naphtali, Gad, and Asher. So they were the heads of the 12 families who were led out of slavery from Egypt. And they were known as the 12 tribes of Israel, who would later become the nation of Israel. Now the book of Leviticus is named after Levi. And this is, as I said, because God chose the descendants of Levi who were known as the Levites, to be set aside, set aside from the other families so that they could minister to God in the tabernacle by being responsible for the administration of the priestly duties that they would be required to carry out. So the book of Leviticus is about the duties of the Levites. Now, in its 27 chapters of this book, it covers such things as the offerings, the sacrifices, the burnt offerings, the grain offering, the fellowship offering, sin offering, guilt offering, and the grain offering. It deals with the ordination of the priests. There are rules dealing with health, dealing with hygiene, along with various other laws. And these Levites would be responsible for the feast days, such as Passover and tabernacles, and many other important things that are related to their everyday duties. And these duties would be done by the Levites on their way to the Promised Land. And then they would continue through generation after generation until the New Testament times, when the full significance of them would be revealed in Jesus. Now, Aaron was the first high priest and his role was in anticipation of the coming of the one who is our great high priest, that is, Jesus. And in the New Testament book of Hebrews, that explains this to us. But for this morning, let's just finish as we consider what we've already heard and Consider in the light of, of this verse in Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 4. Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has ascended into heaven, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firm to the faith we profess. That's a good verse for us to take away. If we know Jesus as our Savior, then we have... What is who is our great high priest who has gone into the very presence of God and is there to intercede and mediate for us? Let's pray. Our Father, we thank you that we have one who has gone before us, one who has paid the price for our sin. And if we've come in true repentance to you in the power of what Jesus did, then our Father, we 
are those who are privileged to have that privileged position of being able to speak to you in this way, knowing that our prayers will be presented to you by none other than Jesus himself. And our Father, it's in his name that we come. So in his name we would say, Amen to that. Amen. You know, I was thinking about the words from him. It's by a lady called Wendy Churchill, and it's called Jesus is King. Just a few words, a few lines from this hymn that we can take away with us this morning. We have a priest who is there interceding, pouring his grace on our lives day by day. We come to him, our priest and apostle, clothed in his glory and bearing his name. Well, hopefully we'll be back again tomorrow and we'll share something of what God has to say to us through his word. In the meantime, stay safe, take care, God bless.